Talk, Ryan, Jeff. Hello. Another episode. No idea what we're talking about, except no. for. I'll start with this. I'm going to try a beer by a company called Upper Hand Brewery, Deer Camp Amber Lager. It even gives the GPS coordinates on there. They do, eh? On the top. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Upper Hand Brewery. Um, this says it's 4.7. Says uh, shelf life is six months. Hmm. Deer can I like the colored can, kind of orange and black. It's got rifles and antlers on it. Amber lager. I like amber lagers. Let's see. There you go, Wickman. When you're listening, you might want to try some some deer camp. Well, it's it's an amber, but it doesn't taste like a strong amber. Not hoppy. No, yeah, I don't like hoppy beers, but this is pretty good. Pre-hop, finishing hop. Boy, let's see how long it takes till I get another one of these. This thing's pretty good. All right, we're 108 in. Countdown begin. Well, how do you talk about RCs without... Your mouth could go dry because there's it could. a lot of riveting info. All right, so starting off today, I believe we're going to do a little bit of talking about crawlers. Um, first things first, there is a YouTube channel created now. Let's see been trying to push a YouTube channel for months and I've been lazy was kind of intimidated and then I went in there and looked at how easy it actually was and it is time consuming if you're if you're editing trying to make rock crawling videos the difference between a good video and a crappy one it comes down to the editing right and you get better at shooting footage after editing so makes sense the lower you get the camera to kind of see the tires, I think, helps. Yeah. Real long videos where you're standing, if, I don't know, like, to me, those, like, the view that we see when you're driving a car, like, that's boring to watch. Right. So, it's a lot of moving around the cameras. Jason does a good job with that. He had a lot of different camera angles. Yeah, it'll be interesting when that video comes out. Um, No, I figure we'll, the YouTube channel will start and do some... Some technical videos, maybe some general maintenance, things like that. Start there and just see where it goes. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about. One thing about, I think in a crawler, there's more um, modifications. Actually, that's a a good one I could start with, too. Like your race kits. Yeah, just They kind of come ready to go. You know, you might just add the same part but for durability or a weight difference but on a crawler there's all kinds of directions to go right well maybe i'll when i start getting my parts in for my hpi there's a few parts i'm waiting on yet like um some straight axles and oh what else they have on my order straight axles overdrive overdrive is nice i don't know if i can overdrive that transmission in there Anybody wondering what overdrive is with in the crawler world, you can take and overdrive your front axle. You can either do it in the axle or in the transmission. You can do it on your if you're running portals, you can overdrive the axles. Yep. Um, general rule of thumb, I believe, is anywhere from seven to twenty-five, I believe. I can't remember the top number. I want to say it was twenty-five. For overdriving your front axle so your wheels are turning that percentage faster than the rear is helping you pull instead of your rear end pushing. Yeah, Yeah, that's kind of the layman summary of it. You're just getting your front tires to rotate a little more than the rear. Yep. But if you have a dig function, I know it's not... Well, the dig, you're locking the Dig is locking it, yeah. Yeah, you could still have overdrive. Um, The elements associateds their company the element they come factory with seven percent 
And I think you can change the gear and make it 12%. So now the the element that actually had IFS too in the front. Yeah. But that one, the overdrive made a difference. Like you could oh, yeah. definitely feel it pulling and it seemed like it kept it, more weight forward drives, instead of pushing. You're not taking yeah. that weight off the front. It drives better. Instead of the the rear kind of pushing the truck, it's helping the tires pull more instead of push, yeah. I think. So it, which is nice and tight. You know, tight corners, turns, yep. e- even incline, hill climbs. That, that I noticed a lot on the inclines. Yeah. Because you didn't have them front tires. The tires torquing down and compressing in the rear. So instead the front was trying to pull more than the rear yep. was trying to compress. Um, yeah, that was... I should actually get the gears... Yeah, I axial because no they make the portal gears for it. You they do. Get, you can get them for TRX fours as well. Gotcha. You know, um, well, I got they're on back order, but yeah, there there's I don't know the part number, but yeah, you can overdrive a TRX four. Hmm. You can overdrive the axles. Yeah, it's a it's a nice little feature. It does make a huge difference. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, especially the turnability too was huge. My element had a really good turning radius yeah. on it. Now that, instead of, now we can go with, talk about axle differences. You got a regular straight axle, portal axle, and an independent front suspension, which is a little rare. I believe Element's the only one that does that. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know off the top of my head to, somebody else may, but. Yeah, I don't don't know of any. uh, There's a couple other companies, but I haven't had my hands on some of them. But yeah, no, I I've only seen yours that uh, element that had the independent front, and it is nice, but it had its it, it's got challenges. It had its, its plus and minuses. Yeah, yeah, modification. It was you couldn't do much with it because then you're fighting your caster your, and cambers yeah. and your toe. And that you had know. the kind of like the pillow ball rod right yep. into the a arm, and that can only come in or out so much. Yep. To where you're... Well, it had the pillow ball like what's on the front of our buggies. It had yeah. The stud ball coming out. Um, so now, for maneuverability with the IFS, it was nice because you didn't... It held your body straighter, your chassis straight. Yeah. Like, so if you're going down an obstacle... Yeah, like your rear end's not... Yep. Pitching as much, I think. And that, yep. That's what it looked like to me. The rear end would plant better because the front flexed better. Yeah. See, when I had mine set up good, I had the rear with a lot of droop in it. So the yeah. axle would actually fall away. And the front wheels having an independent front suspension like that. It's hard to explain. I wish I... Here's where I wish we were on YouTube because you can actually show it. When you would come over like an opening in a cliff. Say you're trying to turn a corner and there's a big gap. Like a hole? Yeah. You could get your front, as long as you got one tire on something solid with your rear still on something solid, you could let one of them tires float. Yeah, and hang. And then once you get your front tires on something, it held the truck stable yeah. enough to where you could drop your rear axle off and it didn't matter how didn't far. The roll as hard as, yep. say, like a straight axle. Yeah, straight axle. It was you could do a lot of the same stuff, but it was hard. It may, it definitely yeah. there was a definite definite difficulty difference between the two. But I don't know. I may be wrong on this. Did that element with the independent front? Did that turn as sharp? It you turned think? sharper. Did it really? Okay, that's an advantage. But it was also overdrawn. But it. So is this right then? It just didn't have as much travel on the front. Yeah, the the travel wasn't there and the ground clearance wasn't there. Yeah. So it was really easy to actually get it hung up. Yeah. Because you had the big The back was, yeah, back was great, but front it was hard to get a lot of travel. Yeah. So, yeah. Plus and minuses. It was, depending on the terrain you're on too, makes a big difference with it. Yeah. You know, if you're on a lot of flatter stuff where you don't have, oh, anything where you're going to high center, if, 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, yeah, true. It did not have the ground clearance because of that suspension What's setup. Either? But it, you know, that'd be a, would you be able to mod, oh boy, yeah, I kind of wish the truck was here. Could you mod where you could lower that, like almost at a, not really like a front bulkhead block to that front end. Is there anything you could do to try to get that down? I tried. I had it lifted as much as I could, and it was just a lot of messing with them rod ends. Yeah, just didn't have the... And once I got it there, it didn't work as good. Yeah, it didn't like being that extreme. Yeah, so actually modifying it made it worse. If I would have left it stock, it was good. It could, yeah. I could do the course well, with if it. You could probably say if it was if you were leaving it as a trail, like just a just trail, a trail truck, truck. Yeah, yeah, it's good to go right, just like it is. Yeah, which most trail bigger tires are. though. Yeah. Bigger tires in the rear shocks. That was the only thing that I did with that that was necessary, I think. Yeah. Because them, the elements they come with a one point five five rim. Yeah, and the tires are only like three scary. and a half inches. To where we're That's running, right. yeah, they were small. Generally, our tires are four and a half to five. Yeah, because I think the ones that we run are like four and three quarters, give or take. Yeah. Um. So yeah, axles. That's the IFS portals. I mean, you get more ground clearance, but yeah. I have a feeling that can kind of counteract things too. It helps, but it it's lifting your weight. And you, oh. I've noticed with it too is you can put yourself in positions that'll hurt yourself because you can get an axle by something in a bad spot and get hung up yeah. on the chassis. Yeah. To where if you had a solid axle, you're kind of already going around counteracting yeah, you might that. Just slide the axle. Right. Versus, yeah, I've seen where a portal truck gets the tire drops so far because it has that clearance. It almost you get stuck. Yep. The tire gets held where, yeah, like a straight axle. Won't quite do that as much. I think the axle might drag. And... Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, Jason's truck, he's running, he's still got the straight axle. He's got the Affetera and it's still still capable. You know, he's he's adapted with them straight axles to where it's still good. Yeah. It's like anything, the, the right, you know, aside from any modification you do to the truck, kind of like racing, the, the tire. If it's the wrong tire, it doesn't matter how your suspension, right. you know. But yeah, if you have the right tire, that's kind of the number one. Yeah, well, that's know, like upgrade of anything for me. With I mean, just with the for the ones I use, I use two different Dura tracks. What I've used lately, mm -hmm. besides the Traxxas Canyon, I've ran the Deep Woods and the Approach. Or no, not the Approach. You have the Approach. I've got, yeah, I like, I like the approaches. What are the ones I have? I can't remember the name of them. They are, anyways, they're more of the street tire. Oh, yeah, it's a BF Goodrich. Yeah, they look like a BFG. Something. And for my truck, those seem like they work amazing. I get better huh. grip with those than I do with the deep ones. And yeah. I don't know if it's just because there's more... More grooves. Toward the deep woods, it's just bigger, wider yeah. pattern. Just the terrain changes. Right. Like, I've had a set of... Um, so, here's fun. Like, the... Uh, who makes that Hyrax tire? Is that a Pro-Line? I don't even remember. I think so. I had a set of the Hyrax, Hyrax, whatever. Those worked pretty good, but they didn't work. For me, as good as the Duratrax approach, as weird as that is, I felt like my truck worked. Well, that, well, the truck those were running on primarily that was a SCX 10-2, so just a straight axle, not tons and tons of weight on it. So it's kind of weird. Like I, I like that truck. I think is better not becoming heavy, which right. is weird. I feel like my preferences on a, a straight axle truck is. Don't worry about the weight so much, just in the right location. But on a portal truck, I don't mind throwing weight onto a truck with portals. Right. Because you're, I don't know, it's higher. I don't know. Like, that's just my preference. Um, so the Duratrax, the ones that I use, are the Scaler. The Scaler, that's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they they look more like a, a regular all-terrain tread style. Yeah. 
And for mine, with the weight I have in it, they seem like that was my best option. They just, yeah. they worked, they hooked up. They worked on whether you're on wood, dirt, rock. They seem like they just, they handled the best. Um, but again, it's all personal preference yeah. again. Anything you do with and this only, stuff is, you like, can only do as much as the driver the can do. Negative, I think. Yeah, they, each tire's got a pro and a con to it. And a lot of times, just the terrain that you're on is going to dictate what works best. I don't know how the, I'm not a scientist, I don't know the best formula to tell you what would work good, but I, I feel like the, that scalar one, because it looked more like an all-terrain, it probably doesn't clean out well. Right. If you get into a lot of mud, because they're tighter, like closer siping within that tire. Yep. Where like the deep woods are pretty well gapped. The approaches are pretty well gapped. The Hyrax, even the Canyon, there's bigger gaps between your lugs. Yep. But yet, then that's less contact though for grip too. So. Yep. Yeah, there's a plus and minus with every tire. Um, now, you know, we run a 1.9 rim, 10th scale crawlers. That's the general rule of thumb. I'm actually running a 2.2 rim. I stretch yeah. my 1.9 tires her out. onto the 2.2s. Big pimping. Get <laughs> uh, spinners on that? I should. For me, though, I think it made a huge difference because I'm using stock foams yet. Yeah. And generally, yep. stock foams are stock foams. Yeah. You know, you can... They got dual stages out there. There's so many different styles of foams you can get. It's different weights. Um, it's limitless. I mean, yeah. you can do whatever you want. Though, you know, another... Maybe some folks don't know this. When you get any, um, like, ready-to-run truck... Or any say like say those dirt tracks, the ones that are already pre-mounted. If you're not happy with that tire on the first run or two, as weird as it is, if you run it a little longer or let it age, yep. that foam gets better. Like that's it's strange, but you know, if you're initially disappointed by a tire, come back to it later yep. at some point and that, that foam seems to age better somehow. I think it breaks down they... to you know, if you use it and Till they're gone. There's a point where, yeah, they're. I had a set of canyons that got wet. Yeah. And the next year, there were, you push them, just and it was nothing. It was just yeah. But there's a point before they're too far <clears throat> gone that they're awesome. Yep. And that's how I feel like my approaches are right now. They're they're borderline gonna be, no good. But right it's now, it's too bad you didn't get to use them. Awesome. Warning! Warning! Bullshit alert! I remember asking someone there with tools. If, they had something. I tried. I tried to get them off for you. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. I even took a piece of plastic and a tool, and they, I didn't have a they drill. They were beadlocks, but I don't know what the plastic was going to do. To try to get to fill the gap because your screw was stripped out. Yeah, yeah. No, I was. I wanted to drill it out. I didn't have a drill. Another block away. <laughs> oh, a block. Yeah, block. <laughs> it was a block away. Well, that would have the last that have been helping the enemy. Oh, that I think, yeah, that's a whole nother. Ep- <laughs> if I would have had those approaches on my truck, what have, should have, could have. Here's what I learned: being prepared. I guess I should have brought a drill. I should have brought <laughs> everything with me. And the funny thing is, I, I the only reason I brought that other truck that day. Was because after I wanted to try the course quick before we started, and it was going to be if I didn't like it, I was changing tires. Little did I know. Well, if if someone gets beadlocks, just know this: <laughs> you do not get good quality hardware. No. The, and it wasn't the beadlock itself; it was the cap that was yep. covering the lock nut to get the tire off. That's what stripped out. Yep. And what? And what? And you know, someone might hear that and think, well, you must have over-torqued it and you stripped it out. If you haven't had them, you'll find out. You yeah, you do not torque that go, stuff. Go on Amazon and order a set of bead locks that are Yang Cheng. Yang Cheng Fu. Yep. You're, uh, yeah. You might want to make sure your tool's made of rubber when you're tightening them. Uh, they, they strip. It's Or they break off. No, it, it's not like the tip's bad. It's just... I don't think the hole and the quality bolts of are actually no. 
sometimes I notice they're off center and stuff. I just yeah. think it's just it's the quality of the material that they're yeah, using. the hardware because the rims and everything are good. Yeah, I, I love the rims. I got a couple sets yeah. of them. Just terrible hardware. I think the worst scenario I had with those is I put them on and I didn't go around and tighten all the bolts because oh. they came well, reassembled. Yeah, they come apart though. <laughs> I put my tires on it, tightened the main ones, ran it down the course, and I was losing screws. <laughs> so I was running the course. I lost, I don't know yeah. how many screws, like a hundred. It was a lot. Yeah. So we went around and we found a couple of them in the grass. The little tiny it's things. It's impressive you even found them. They are yep. So I have a set of those rims that have like no screws to them. Yeah. Yeah, they're... They always come with a couple extra. Which that's a tall tale sign right there. You got some junk. I guess Them ones didn't. No. <laughs> I got extra here, but... Uh, there wasn't enough extra. I'd had to buy six sets of rims to get enough yeah. extra to fix them. Well, the, the SSD were the ones that I got that wouldn't come off. And, yeah, everything about it I liked. But, again, the hardware I didn't like. But those came with some extra screws. Hmm. Yeah, okay. So, what were we? Talked about foams. Talked about rims. Talked about junk rims. You know what's oh, a cheap junk rim? I don't, I don't care. It's cheap. But if you're looking for beadlocks that at least come with decent hardware, axial, axials, yeah, they. I actually like there's the look nothing, of them too. Yeah, they 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 have a couple different color little beadlocks, but I mean, those work pretty good. And I like how on the inside they have a groove um, on the inside of the rim. So I wrapped a bunch of welding arc wire around it to add weight to the rim, and it didn't affect the foam at all. Oh, that's the ones you have on there, is axials. That's ones? what the Duratrex. Those approach have those little 1.9. Oh, I seen we had. I seen at the store we had the axial ones on the shelf and they looked. Mm -hmm. They looked decent. I like. Yeah, them. yeah, I. Yeah, I. That's a good option to have because. They work pretty darn good, so they come in like 1.9 inch or for 2.2. Like yep. they, but yeah, they're relatively. Uh, they're not terribly expensive. They're you know they're it's a plastic rim, but it has a metal beadlock. But there's only like I think I can't remember if it's six or eight screws per beadlock. But that's enough to hold a crawler tire on. You oh know? yeah. Like when you're tightening in, you know, twenty screws per side. It's a lot for looks, but boy, that's twenty screws of frustration because they don't. I think there's more than twenty. Yeah, some <laughs> some of them. Well, yeah, maybe I'm like bigger those. 2.2, yeah. They're I think even the 1.9s, I think there's like 50 in those things. Yeah, a lot. But it's, you know, sure it could be adding some, the extra little screws are adding weight, but it's so minuscule. To me, the battle that you're... I don't even think all of them weigh a gram. No. Yeah. The pain that you are you just set yourself up for, I don't think it's worth it. I think those little cheap axial... I, I have three sets. Yeah. They're probably all stripped out. So... What I noticed, no, they're actually only the one set, the one where I lost them. The other ones are good. Uh, the one thing I noticed running the 2.2 rims is it kind of cheated for my foams. Yeah, it helps. Because it, it kind of... Give you a little less... Instead of the 1.9 hole in the in the tire, stretched to a 2.2, and I think that actually tightened up my sidewalls a little bit. Yeah. Because <clears throat> the tires are super soft to begin with. Like, yeah. they fold over like nothing. Um, so I don't know if that made a difference, no, just that two-two. But I think yeah, on a very very soft tire that that would help. Like the the pit bull tires are super soft. I had a set of pit bulls, the uh, the Baja Claw. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually funny if that thing sat for a week, yeah. and you take it out and use like it, you spots. run it down the road and it would bounce. Yeah, yeah, super soft though. But you know, I don't know. I typically leave my crawlers up. The wheels—it's not just stored on its own weight on the wheels. Mine's on the shelf on a pile of rocks with a belt. Well, good. You're gonna get them flat spots. So I got mine up on blocks. At least it'll look good doing it. Shelf clean. <laughs> it's already got the trophy. You might as well enjoy that. As long as you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do good. Everybody guns for you. 
So just be second best. You don't have to worry about it. It's not bad. You gotta get a second opinion on it. Let's see. Shocks. We can talk about shocks. There's a couple different companies and brands. There's triple rate springs, regular rate. Yeah. There's endless. desert lizards. There's. I gotta say, I am impressed with desert lizards if you can figure out how to get them to not leak. Yeah, that's the struggle with those. Um, when they're working, they work amazing. I love the option of the internally sprung and being able to change your rates like that to where you can have it have full view yeah. or you can set them up. There's so many different possibilities with them. Yeah, Desert Lizard is a good one to look at. What, um, if you haven't seen it, what you know, your typical shock, you have your big spring on the outside or your triple rate or whatever. The springs are exteriorly, you know, they're visible, they're out there. On a desert lizard, the springs go inside of a shock body, you know? So you, you don't get to see the springs on the truck. You're just seeing the outer body, and then you see the shock shaft. The one tip, though, of course, don't, uh, when you're playing around with that, don't put the fluid in there. Yeah, figure out what springs you want where before you yeah. put fluid in them. Because I doubt you'll... I made that mistake. Yeah. First time I started messing with them. Yeah, do then, you, then you got a mess on your hands. Mm-hmm. And that shock fluid is messy. They, yeah. And then yeah. usually lighter shock oil the better on the crawler. I've been thinking about running them again. I do like the shocks that come stock on the axle. They seem like they're solid shocks. They got good movement. On the newer ones, the the older ones, it seemed like they just always leaked. Hmm. But newer now, I don't know. They 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 seem better now out of the box. They're they're not leaking. But like on my 10.2, they leaked. Okay. And I tried Proline, like this triple rate one or whatever, leaked immediately. They, they always leak. It's like some King shocks too. Yeah, the Kings. Leaks yeah. all the time. A lot of leaks. Hmm. Which, I mean, it ain't a big deal. You just, you got to take off a cab. It's head. messy. But yeah, you know, you, you're tired of your fluid leaking. But hmm. Yeah, the Desert Lizards, I've been thinking about running them, trying them on the axial and seeing how they work. But... The axial works so good. Yeah, I was happy with the stock shocks on the 10.3. I like them. I just like, Changed no fluid, nothing with the springs, just left I just like there. having that extra travel. Yeah, that would be nice. It's the one thing with the internally sprung with running that droop setting. If you don't know, if you haven't messed around with anything like that with the droop. So you're, you got your normal travel to where your shock bottom's out. And when you're running the droop setting, that's your normal drop away. And then you have another smaller spring that the weight of the axle pulls down. And you have that extra, depending on the length of your shock, probably yeah. 5 to 10 millimeters. Yeah, pushes the spring, pushes your yep. shaft down to try to get the tire to make contact. Yep. So say your tire being hung up, it might, yeah, that droop setting would push your tire back down to make contact so yeah it's a good feature mm -hmm. the only downfall i found with that too though is it can make you tippier if you don't have a good stance with two other tires yeah it could wait if it drops down too far and it wants to <laughs> wants to lean and yeah. tip but you're probably if that happens a truck without that it was in a bad situation in reality yeah i've floated tires yeah. And not flipped borderline to where... Yeah, but that... That droop, though, it's kind of pushing that tire down lower and lower and lower, which could pitch your weight. Right. So, I, good, bad, pro-con. Yep. It's good if it's going to droop and make tire contact. Yep. If it's going to droop and not make tire contact, hard to say. It all depends on be your terrain again. I mean, it all boils down yeah. to that. They do look cool. I'll give it that. They come in couple different colors yep. if you're looking for uh you know if you just like 
making modifications to your truck because you just like how they look. They come in a lot of colors, like what, black, gray, red, orange. What I liked with them is when you're going over uneven thing. obstacles, mm-hmm. and you got the chassis running flat, and you got the tires, yeah, dropping out from behind and conforming to everything while yeah. the truck stays flat. That was kind of that was my favorite part of them. It was just yeah. More of a visual thing of how they actually worked when you're you're getting that much drop away from them. That yeah, droop, droop can be amazing, can be great, can be your worst enemy. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Let's see. Bumpers. Huh. Brass. <laughs> Brass portals. Brass. I mean, Brass. Brass is good. I, I like the brass. But brass down low. Yep. As That's, low as you can get it. So I put the outer portal covers on mine, and then we're 82, 82 grams a piece, I think. They're heavy. That I mean, it definitely right. made a difference. I think it was 82. Cause I, yeah, because I think the ones I got from and the rear that I didn't put on yet were 47. Yeah. I still got to put them on and try them. I haven't done it. They're still sitting in the bag. Just looked <laughs> at them today. I'm afraid to put them on though, because it works yeah. good. There's a lot of options. You can uh, they make brass wheel hexes, and that's just what your tire is basically locked around. So diff covers. Those are cheap. There's yeah, your your diff covers are cheap. There's axles. You can actually get links and yeah. I've never bothered with the the weighted link though. I'd rather it's either at the. Uh, the wheel hex area or the portal yeah, brass all cover. In the corners. Yeah, I've never bothered at getting weight up higher on the chassis, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd rather weight the wheels before I put in the weighted brass link. Right. Yeah, because I like keeping the top light. He's Gen 8. I, I think he had the brass links in his, but he had that thing was heavy. Yeah. I don't know how many grams he had <laughs> to that thing, but it's like a, a full size truck brake rotor. That's what it feels like. It's it's yep. it's excessively heavy. The tires look flat. Yep. But yeah, there's. <clears throat> it worked good. It did. Yeah, it does. No, he actually did. He actually get rid of that now? Because I I don't think so. I know he's got a he got a TRX Sport now. I believe. No, he no he didn't get rid of the. the yeah, but he got cap. a TRX Sport. Yes. I know he had his. I know he had the Jenny. I don't think he did. Yeah, he. He's, so anybody looking for a. Gen 8. T's got one. I don't think he's getting rid of it. He seems to really like that one. I thought he was selling for 250 Huh. Something like that. And then Jason's got a Gen 8 that he's getting rid of, if anybody's interested. That one's stock. That one, I think everything's stock but the tires on it. I don't know if he's still getting rid of it, but he was talking about it. Um... I think a couple of the other crawlers that are out there. I mean, right now the latest and greatest is the Axial. The ten- In our opinion, I I do like the Axial. I had a TRX four. I did so mods did I. to it, and when I saw the SCX ten point three, the TRX four Sport was the best out of the TRX. In my opinion, all the extra stuff on the TRXs with the shifter and the diff locks, it's all unnecessary. Well, I think if so, I guess another way to look at it, if you're getting that, if you're buying the truck to just be, you know, trail driving and not, like, basically not like us trying to talk shit to each other because we're having a competition. Right. The TRX4, it's a it's a really good truck. What do you got there? What's that? Mm, that's cold. Which one is that? Bush Latte Apple. Oh, yeah. Limited edition. It says limited edition, but they came back out. There's more of them. Yeah. So. Not very limited. When they say limited, yeah, I'm not convinced. But, yeah, the, the TRX4, what I do like about them, I'll give them this. When it comes to a lot of the detail in the bodies, they do a really good yeah, job. The, the bodies, bodies are sweet. sharp. Um, the two-speed transmission is pretty cool. Unlocking, unlocking your diffs. It's all cool, it's but... It's cool until the servo start breaking. Yeah, the, the servo, it's like a lot of trucks, it's a, a downfall. But, yeah, if you're trying to, like, say you had a TRX-4 
in the SCX 10.3, kind of similar style trucks that Axial is going to, in my yeah. opinion, that thing outperforms yeah, the Yeah, I, I wish Axial would have came out with more bodies. I know they came out with the Bronco, but it's not yeah. the same chassis. It doesn't have the portals. Yeah. That's... Well, yeah, I thought that was odd that they put it on the old, but I, so the irony, I kept an Axial, axial you know, 10.2 and got rid of the TRX-4 because right. I like that Axial 10.2 more. Right. I, I think it worked good. But yeah, the but I will say, you know, if you're looking for a uh, a relatively crawler to get into it and try it out, those 10.2s are great trucks. Oh, yeah. I and had a Honcho. A Honcho the Honchos are always old, reliable. Bronco, yeah. Nice thing, tons of uh, up, upgrade options, lots of stuff. More stuff than maybe your your bank is going to be happy about you purchasing, but it's never ending. Yeah, that's like I'm a lot of bodies, a lot of on my numbers. HPI build. I have the all-in-one motor ESC combo from Hobby Wing. Mm -hmm. I got that for it. The axles are on order. I'm going just with the solid axle on it, metal oh. housings, and. What else? I ordered something else for it. I don't remember what it was. Anyways, it's going to be just stupid build. It's going to be... Yeah. I'm adding everything Good. to it that's I, more looks than anything. Yeah. That's where crawlers are fun. Yeah. I do... I know I mentioned it before. I know next time, at least for us locally, when we do a rock crawl event, I would like to have... Like a straight axle run, right. and then like maybe a portal axle run because I still like my straight axle truck. Right. Yeah, and that's that's why I was going to do my HPI with straight axles. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be fun because it, it's weird. I don't want to part with it. It's still really good. You know? I wish um, it was a little bigger up here than what it is. I mean, it's growing. Crawling is actually getting to be. A big thing up here but it is it's just um if you're driving around or, or looking or asking questions a racetrack sticks out right where people go crawling is it's tucked away hidden. in the woods yeah or it's in someone's backyard you know it's not <laughs> i yeah. don't think we're ever going to see a rock crawling course off of a, a main road you know it's it's more of a i know a lot of people have them Mm -hmm. And people do get together and go do it. Uh, there was a... Well, Bob Hasking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Up in Michigami. Oh, uh, Bob, if you're listening, I, I'm sorry. I really wanted to go to that, and I was not able to make that. That looked like a good time. He put a lot of time into it from all the pictures I saw. He made a nice course up there. Yeah, it turned into a weird weekend. There was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, I unfortunately was not able to make that. And I think it, it just came down to schedules. It just, mm -hmm. it didn't work. I don't know why. I'd, I'd like to see, I don't, I, Bob, if you're listening, I'd, I'd like to see one in the spring somehow. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe a spring one and a fall one, if that's possible. Well, spring up there is July. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, he's, I think he's far enough north for that to, to actually mean yeah. something. For anyone not familiar with where we physically are, we're, we're in a part of Michigan that's further north than Canada. So there's parts of Canada that are further south than us. So, yeah. We're, and if we go to Florida, then everybody asks we're from Canada. Eh? Eh, yeah. Yeah. We're from north of the Mason-Dixie line. You stick out. <coughs> yep. And then we speak Upernese. Upernese? No. Sound Canadian. I still have a flannel, so <laughs> I don't have a mullet. I, I still got a flannel. Got a I can't get into mullet carries. No, not happening. Um, so other crawlers that are out there. I mean, TR uh, Traxxas now. Toyota Traxxas is doing clipless bodies on a lot of stuff now. The yes. TRX with the Bronco body. They They're doing the it with that. body on there. That's actually pretty slick. They're doing it with. Vortex. 
But if you want to get rid of your wheel wells, like most of us do in a lot of our crawlers, you can't do that. Yeah. Because that's what it actually clips into. I took mine off. I did too. On my SCX 10.3. Yep. I don't have I hate else. fighting the... Uh, I mean, it's not... Their design's good. The wheel wells work very good, but... I got rid they of them for fight the extra you. weight. Yeah. Well, I, I... I mean, it wasn't a ton of weight, but I hated fighting that body down into it. But it's a functional wheel well. It works really well. It's mm-hmm. just I didn't, I didn't feel like fighting it. And, uh, yeah, I thought maybe that tiny little... Tiny little bit of weight would help, but... But, yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how to get a different body on with the axial body mounts. I don't think you can, but they, on the axials though, the, the 10.3s, the holes are there on the front and they rear. Are. But I, then, I was yeah, thinking about stuck. it, if you took that grill off. But it'd have to line up. That radiator. Or you'd have to shim it a ton to get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to mess with it. I'll, I'll figure out what I want to do for a body and try it that way. Yeah. And see if it's going to be plausible or not. Um, that's the one thing I do wish with Axiolo was body support. I wish they had more options. The ones they have uh, look yeah. good. They're they're all licensed. Right. You know, that's why. You know, other than uh, what is it? I mean, Axial made up the honcho and the deadbolt. Yeah. But anything else is licensed. Like, anything that's cheap is licensed. That's why... They're more expensive. They're paying for that licensing, like any of the Chevy or Fords on the Traxxas. Right. It's licensed. That's why. But like, yeah, if you just want a TRX four, yeah, get the Sport. It's the cheapest one. Mm-hmm. Actually, that body looks pretty good. I don't know. I yeah, once it's like got, how it looks. When it's got the rack and everything on, it really makes a difference too. Yep. But then you're adding all that weight up top. No, I wish they would come out with a. I like how they went with the Blazers, but I wish they would have went with the truck. Well, yeah, they made... Well, so actually came out with that... It's that old Bronco. Yep. Yeah. It's weird, like no doors or nothing. Right. It's kind of weird, but... I mean... If that's your thing, I mean, it's, it's kind of cool. But. No, I'd like to see a old square body Chevy truck... I mean, even a Ford. Proline, Just something. Proline does make some. They're not the same. I like no. to see that molded plastic. Yeah. You know, you got to have the molded plastic grill and the buckets and everything in them. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's one thing I do give Axial credit. They did put the whites, the white buckets in front and rear with lights. Yeah. Yeah, they work. They're, yeah. Wires are there. Yeah, with the Traxxas, you got to buy the You got to buy the kit. Light kit. But I mean, all the the, the buckets, the buckets are, are in there. there. Yeah. But I don't know. <clears throat> no, I've always. <laughs> I'll say even on the X, I I had them plugged in like one time to look at it. I'm like, that's cool. Never plugged it in again. <laughs> so <laughs> like, I don't know. I plug mine in just about every time I use it. Now, when uh, you know, way back <clears throat> when I was in Kansas, guys there would get together and go do like they would call it the city night crawl mm-hmm. down by the river there in Wichita. And then usually people would have down their the lights on. They'd, down by the river? Down by the river. Yeah, there's a river run. Three river spot there in Wichita. And they'd call it like the urban crawl. Because, I don't know, there's some, there, there's some stuff down there. But then, yeah, they would go do it at night. And like people would have their lights on. Hmm. If you had them. Yeah. It's silly. Some of the money you spend on crawlers for little accessories. But. Yeah, I, I haven't got into the whole. The scale part of it yet with accessories, I just can't bring myself down to do it. It's funny, we know so many people with 3D printers and I've yet yeah. to get a traffic cone. I, t- I would run that over anyway. I mean, yeah, I have not felt the urge for that either. I like, I want it to be functional. I want it to look cool though. Yeah. It looks cool when, when it works awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it rolls down a granite bluff. So now the <laughs> SCX-6. And we got a couple of them in. Things are massive. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, Traxxas makes one called an SCX-6. Axial. That has a... 
Oh, the, yeah. I was singing a TRX-6. My bad. I thought you were talking about that. <laughs> yeah, the STX-6. Uh, I, I, confu- <laughs> don't, I confused them because the TRX-6 just came in today, didn't it? Or yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Soul already. So, the SCX-6 by Axial is a 25-pound monster. I mean, it's... Without the battery. It's nuts. I mean, I picked it up, and it's definitely heavier than the X-Max. Yeah. Was... Yeah, it's a cool... That's a cool truck, just it's new, so it's going to take a while for all the crazy mods, but I think the, the shocks look good. The motor looks... Well, after seeing what the motor can do, it's... See that the one thing that throws That's me off impressive. with that though is it's the, it's one of a kind. Yeah, there's nothing else out there. So you're going to be limited on tires to stock. Well, you're be limited yeah, on yeah. body to you stock will. until Here, somebody else creates here's, some. And here's just my it. thought: if since Axial is owned by Horizon, underneath the Horizon umbrella. Axial owns Proline now. Yep. And Proline makes a good amount of tires. So, well, they own AKA now too. So, really, I feel like the ball's in Horizon's court to lead the way. You know. I mean, I'm not if they do, they by do. any means. It's but, it's awesome. Yeah, I think I think though for a stock tire though, just it feels very. It's a softer rubber. It mm-hmm. looks like a good tread. It looks like a good tire. But like anything, yeah. But it's crawler world. I want to yeah, yeah. upgrade. I want to put different rims yeah. on. I think it's going to take time. It, it'll, I mean, it's like when the X-Max came out. It took a long time to to get stuff for it, you know, mm-hmm. options. But there's companies, different companies making tires and wheels and rims. But, yeah, it's, it's going to take time. Hmm. But, you know, one thing I do feel, I feel like when it comes to crawlers... There's more companies that are making aftermarket upgrade stuff for crawlers. I don't see that with race stuff. And but really a lot of the race kits, they're if you build it per spec, right. it's I mean, pretty much good to go. Yeah, like, there's no real would, upgrades yeah. except for some durability stuff. Yeah. So yeah, but crawlers titanium stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the crawler market's endless. I mean, we could do five straight podcasts on this and still keep going. There's small companies. If you ever uh, <clears throat> get on eBay, you'll find people with 3D printers or small shops yep. doing stuff. I, I mean, mean, all kinds of cool stuff, and they have a hard time keeping up with the demand. So there's always, you know, like like let's just say the SCX24s. There's lots of stuff that are yeah. out for that now. There's different, uh, there's different motors. There's different shocks. Uh, rims, beadlock rims, brass, um, servos. I mean, bumpers. There, there's finally a, there's, there's a body now that's available. Um, shoot, I don't want to mess it up. Maybe Proline. There, there's somebody that made a different body now hmm. for um, an SCX24. I, I do think it is Proline. It's a truck body, hmm. like older '80s ish yeah. Chevy. I think it's a Chevy. I can't remember if it's Chevy or Ford, but yeah, there's. I feel like there's a ton of stuff that just came out for 24s within the last year. Right. So, I feel like the yeah the when it comes to customizing and all that performance crawlers, there's it's kind of endless. The one thing I notice with the 24th scale is it's either you either love it or you hate it. I know a couple guys that like went just all out. One guy just built his up, and I think he's got. You know they cost what 130 ish for yeah um for yeah for the the jeep the jeep ones i want to say were like 130 and then the trucker to deadbolt were maybe like 120 i think i don't know but so i bet you for, this guy's got 200 dollars on top of that <laughs> yeah for Rims, something links smaller frame, than, than your shoe yeah different chassis in it and it's i, I don't know <laughs> yeah i don't understand it them things are a nightmare to work on. I had to change a motor in one, and I, yeah, it was done. Yeah, I did that the other day. Someone uh, wanted horrible. help with it and asked, 
And in my mind, I, I wanted to dodge it, but in reality, I had time, and I was like, well, I've never done it. It sucks. And uh, there's two different ways. Well, there's a multiple number of ways. By the time I was done, I, I had the body off of it. I, I was yeah. like, I don't care. I just started this. the body off, the battery tray, well, the yeah, ESC if, mount. Yeah, if it's the truck one. If it's a deadbolt one, I think it'd be. But uh, yeah, anyhow, I, I disassembled tons of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's. And don't drop a screw. And if you're working oh on them, don't work Lord. on top of brown carpeting. Mm-mm. If you got thick, heavy carpet, don't do it. Don't even do it on carpet. Better get a magnetic pad to lay under it because it's. Yeah. Get glasses. If you, yeah. Magnify. Oh, for what glass. they are, they're they're they're. I like them. They're fun. I haven't messed with mine much. I got two of them if anybody wants one. I think any money going into mine will go into that B17. I like the tires on it. Hmm. The body hits a lot. I, I, I wish they would make better, um, or somebody just, you know, at, at this point, now that I'd say it, it's probably available now, because if I, if I noticed that they would be a need, I bet someone finally made them, but body posts for yeah. things that would be nice because <clears throat> the only way to get that you got to buy the frame and I think that kind of sucks I mentioned that yeah. to someone within the, the company and the manufacturer that that blows if I just want the body posts I got to buy the whole frame because yeah, it comes silly. in a kit like that no hmm. okay so TRX 6 TRX 6 comes in a Mercedes body only yep which is it's not a bad looking body. On the Mercedes note, the TRX squared. Have you seen those ones? Yeah. So kind of neat. Short wheelbase to where the TRX six is a mile long. The rear end got <laughs> way dragged out. Yeah. Yeah, enough to fit an extra axle under there and still overhang. Yeah. But your vertical climb is gonna be massive because of it yeah hands down that probably is the best vertical climb for any stock mm-hmm. i don't think anything can beat that I, like the front tires are off the surface but you have four tires in the back no, it's like throwing a wheelie bar out there yeah that are still it's better than a wheelie bar they're they're turning yeah so i think that would look good if you had if you made the whole back end of it just like a flat end. yeah and then just Kind of like them bodies, like what Jessica's got. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah like military old truck. truck. Yeah. The old, old. Can't remember what I think that would look good with a big, long flatbed on it. Yep. It, you know, I can't imagine it turns well, but if, in reality, why would well, it? Well, see, Snap On did a car hauler, like a rollback. Yeah. And I believe they used that chassis to do it, and it had the big rollback on the back of it. <laughs> you know, one thing that I think we need to get to this winter. We've had that drag pull sled. We have never... Let's pull it out and just run it with the freaking crawlers. That's what I mean. I, I, I think we should. Yeah. It's been sitting there. And are we going to look at the wheels, the axles or something? I mean, the wheels that it does have on it, they will work. But yeah, if we... But we, we have different wheels we can put on. But yeah, we do have one of them. Uh, yeah, we should... Grab it. Let's fuck with it this weekend. Yeah. Do some drag pulls. I think it'd be fun to just one day even just set something up and do a vertical climb challenge. Yeah. It won't take long. I have right. no idea what mine will do. But 51 degrees. Ish, yeah. I don't know that, you know, just a, a four tire truck is going to, that would be impressive if you could get it to do more than a 60 degree angle. Right. I think I think the limit on them is right around 50, 51, 52. Yeah. Um, the little twenty fours do really well, yeah. surprisingly. There's I no couldn't wait to them. Yeah. Yeah, but like typically when you get it to where its max is, one tire is off. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that we got to get going in the crawler world. Um, a break from crawlers. I mean, we got Brad's holding a meeting at the rec center Saturday. For monster trucks, be monster truck uh, to talk about if they're gonna do 
drags, um, freestyle, whatever they're gonna do. That's his baby. He can. He's all about the monster trucks. I know he's got probably twenty of them by now. I'm sure he'll correct me tomorrow on how many that is. Uh, and then we have drag racing yet. I mean, we're winter time up here, so we're no more outside. Roads are cold, frozen. But we've been talking about trying it indoors. I'm kind of nervous. Is that number three? I don't think anyone's counting. Probably. I don't know. Hmm. It's just a uh, Budweiser. Yeah, I'm glad they colored the cans the way it looks to Well, me. this is the supposedly limited edition, uh, the olive drab can that they supposedly sent what does it say people during World War II. Well, it's got to be. I will say Anheuser-Busch does produce tons of different cans. I never realized cans. that. Oh, yeah. Yours is a Budweiser envelope. Oh, yeah, that's kind of crafty. <laughs> crafty for a non-craft beer. Crafty. Well, they might get offended. <laughs> so, we're... Talking about trying the drag cars inside and doing 60-foot drags. It's kind of intimidating. That's I feel like it'd be fun to watch. because there's, there's going to be some parts, I believe. Even yeah. I think even with the barriers, I think there's still going to be some explosions. My money's on the wall at the end. Um, I mean, I guarantee I'm not going to run my low C in there. No. Too much, think, too much motor. I think my Mini would make a good run. I'm going to use my... If I put a wheelie bar on my Mini and crank that thing up, make a good run. No, for in there, I think if we keep it to kind of a stock class, you know, like I'll run my, my drag slash in there with just the Valenian in it. Uh, 2S? 2S. I think a 3S. Then run, you know, the low C with their stock set up. Because they're pretty comparable speed-wise. Yeah. Um, when I was running both of them side-by-side side down the road, it was hit or miss which one would win. They were pretty even. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, our drag season and outdoor crawl. Or we can do a 13.5 class indoors. Because that's the outdoors, that's one of the classes they run as a 13.5 class. Yeah. So if we ran a 13.5 indoors, it I mean, would... they, they don't... I don't know a ton about it. I mean, they're not doing, like, trying to do, like, say, blinky mode on... Like... It, I don't know You know what I mean? Because you can crank up... Yeah, I can get a 13.5 screaming. That's what I have in my that, buggy, and yeah, it's nuts. I mean, it, that, hmm. I think it's, it's down to, like, track... Again, traction is more critical than yep. the power you're throwing at it. Yeah, and that's something, the more I, I've been messing with my low seal a little bit more and trying different setups in it, trying to tweak it. And it's never ending. There's just so much stuff you can do to it. I got E-Revo rear shocks. I still got to mess with my spring rates. I think my springs are a little heavy. Um, I got the McLaren DRK Drag Race King ESC in it now. They're hard to come by. They are hard to come by. I've been chasing this one down so for a while. I, and I think that that just goes to show the demand. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's big everywhere but here. Well. All across the country, yeah. drag racing is huge. We're kind of touching so the whole So if someone has no idea about this, there's a lot of places that have these competitions where you're taking home cash. Yeah. Thousands. Thousands. Yeah. There's no other RC event that I'm aware of that you take home cash. Other than drag racing. There is uh, some of the race events will do a, a cash race. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, drag racing, the big events, they're $100 buy-ins. Lots of money, yeah. They're bringing home 20, 40, 20 to 40000 at some of them shows. Yeah. That's crazy for a toy car. Yeah, that's that's competitive then, I guess. You throw cash in there as a prize. Right. So, all right, that should just wrap her up. We are at 59. Crawler. Yeah. Crawlers. It's been a while since we talked about crawlers. Yeah, so. well, we'll have to do another one here soon. As soon as we can get Jason in, we'll do another one. It'd be cool to do a YouTube live 
we'll get you on there, Jason. And we got to do, do one about one. the crawl comp still. Jason, if you're listening, we got to do a recap. Only Jason listens. I'm going to call him out on that. Just sore to loser. What you... No, he's not a sore loser. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no. It'd be fun. No, soon. we got to get Jason back on. I had a few people ask about getting him on, so. Yep. Yeah, we'll do it soon. All right. Later. Thank you. Another episode coming soon.